Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation! Let's go! Welcome we in live. to DMVR Buffs Primetime, presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every single day. My name is Jake Schwanitz. RK is here, and today we have a very, very special guest, Mr. Darius Sanders, founder of Reach the People Media. Yeah. Welcome into the show, man. How you doing, bro? I'm just grateful to be here. Thank y'all for the invite. Of course, man. We're excited to have you. Uh, we have plenty yes, to talk about, plenty Let's to get it. into today. Um, we had Pro Day today. We got Darius in the building. Yep. Where do we start, Ryan? Man, first of all, thank you for coming down, dude. Yes, sir. Really appreciate it. Um, there's this really cool thing going on right now, which is like, Coach Prime has come to Boulder mm -hmm. and brought so many new fans with him. And we yeah. see it in our comment section every day. So, like, there's this mashing of Coach Prime fans who followed him and longtime CU fans that are coming together. And, and I think a lot of the CU fans have just been, like, hit with this wave of content from you yeah. guys. And they're just like, what is going on? Like, it's, it's like one of the coolest things. But I don't know if they, they like, know your guys' story. So I kind of wanted to start, like, what is your like? How did you end up here, sitting with us today? How far do you want me to go back? As far as you want. Uh, so my dad actually he owns a multimedia company. So I was always around cameras growing up, but as a kid, when you're around something, you feel like you're forced to do it. So you're not gonna want to do it, right? But fast forward, college comes. It's like, hey, I'm not playing basketball anymore. Who are you as a person? So you start to, you know, um, just try to find ways to express yourself how you would before as an athlete. And podcasting was my very first YouTube video. It was like a music video reaction. So I started with that. Um, my co-host, it was short-lived. But I kept with the videos for some reason. Taught myself how to edit using Final Cut Pro via YouTube. Shout out to YouTube University. <laughs> I am still in school, though. I go to a school in Dallas for... Um, broadcast digital media so I do everything as far as hands-on with the cameras and audio and then I have a minor in music business that helped me connect with Deion Sanders Jr. because I was uh, working at a studio in Dallas um, Darren Woodson he's a former cowboy his son yeah. owns the studio so me and him were in business together um, as far as getting talent into the studio and one of my first interviews I knew I wanted Jr. because I'd done an interview with him previously and I was just a big fan of his music, honestly. Had him come in for an interview. Interview went great. The next day he called me, he said, hey, let's shoot some content. Went to the house, shot some content. And then within a week, literally, I moved in with them. We locked in, we did content every single day for well off for the, for the um, 
clothing brand. Yeah. Um, then his dad gets a job at Jackson. Now our our agenda switches. It's like how can we how can we support what what Coach Prime is doing because that's that's kind of how everything goes. When someone has something going on, it's like all hands on deck. Yeah. Everybody has to be working. Shout out to Sam. Are we working or are we twerking? That's, that's like the new saying that's going around oh, right now. Anytime we're late starting this show, we get 25 <laughs> so comments saying, y'all twerking, twerking or why aren't you twerking? twerking? <laughs> so he gets the job at Jackson, and Junior tells me, hey, man, you can come out there if you want. Um, I'm still in school at the time, so I'm thinking, you know, every other weekend I'll come. I literally went to every single game. I didn't miss a game. Um, just because I wanted to be consistent. And at that time, I didn't realize that that was my, that was my audition for this job because it showed this dude can show up without being paid. This dude will do what he's supposed to do without, you know, repercussions, without, without having something over his head like, hey, if you don't do it, this is going to happen. I just did it because I knew that's what I was supposed to do. So shout out Deion Sanders Jr. He really gave me uh, a bigger platform, and he's big on... He's big on noticing talent before the world does. He said that in our interview, which hasn't come out yet, because we'll just save it just like on some Kanye documentary type <laughs> stuff. He said the world really, they just, it, it's all about um, social proof. Like it can be a guy that's a genius, but if he doesn't have 100,000 followers and if he doesn't have money in his pocket, nobody cares about him. Yeah. But we don't care about stuff like that. Greatness doesn't, money and greatness and all this other type of things, they're not they're not mutually exclusive like you can be great and not recognized and you can be recognized and not be great because yep. a lot of people do stuff what'd you say after you you got that bucket the man doesn't yeah i had to channel my inner coach from the man doesn't try to be the man <laughs> that just got me back in my zone like i said i played basketball so that's really a synopsis of how i got here like the last game at jackson i got my own flight Junior told me, he said, hey, bro, you can come out with us. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's no room on the plane. But if you can make it out there, you can come film some content. Say less. Left in the third quarter. Got on the flight to Denver. That was my first time coming out here. Went to Denver. Got the Uber. They sent me to the wrong address. Then I show up to the school. <laughs> and I actually beat them there. And I feel like that, that, that was a good look, being there before even the doc crew was there. Just yeah. by happenstance. But I was prepared. And I still have... And I still try to be as prepared as possible because working with somebody like Coach Prime, he loves consistency. You got to be who you are every single day. He doesn't want surprises. Like he just doesn't like that with his players and with his staff. What I percentage see. of people think you got that you're related to Coach Prime? It just depends <laughs> because the percentage of people I'm around don't. Because let's say if I'm around. Uh, that we call her TT, Tracy, his sister, yeah. or any of his close people, like Shador, Charlotte. It's like the people yeah. I'm around, they know. Yeah. But the 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 majority of people, it just depends. Uh, some people don't assume that we're related. Some people don't even notice that we have the same last name. And that was kind of a funny thing too. I remember the first time I went to Junior's house, he was cutting out uh, mink fur that they they had mink hoodies that well off did it was insane <laughs> but he had uh first sanders patches that he put on the back i think it was the um state championship drop because shador was going crazy in high school yeah. he's a crazy athlete won multiple state championships maybe like four or something like that <laughs> but i saw the sanders thing and it's just funny seeing someone with the same last name and, I, and even when i first met him i didn't really understand how how influential he was in 
pop culture, not just sports. I knew the name Deion Sanders, but I didn't know the impact that he had as far as two sports, Hall of Fame, um, you know, Major League Baseball, um, National Football League, like just all the all the things that he accomplished in his career, even as a, a young age, fashion. Like I didn't understand the weight of that and how the world perceived it until I was on the other side. And I feel like now that's that's given me a better perspective because I know how it feels to be on the outside and not and and think things are a certain way. And I know how it feels to be on the inside and know how things really are. And also understanding that it doesn't matter what we do. People are going to think however they want. It's like I can put out a video right now and they could be like, oh, Sam was so rude. They, they're bullying <laughs> Sam. That's what they think. They oh, think yeah. we're bullying Sam. Yeah. Sam actually has a real job. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just record videos. Don't get it twisted. Sam has a real job. <laughs> Sam is very important. No one's bullying Sam. Sam is the money man. <laughs> uh, there's a lot I want to touch on, specifically about your, your, what you're doing right now and how you're yeah. kind of juggling school. But I'm mm -hmm. interested to know, what was your impression when you heard that you guys were coming to Colorado or Coach Prime was coming to Colorado? What did you know about Colorado before and what did you think when you initially got here? So what did I think when I heard that he was coming to Colorado? I didn't really think anything because I didn't think that I would have been here. I thought it was going to be, you know, an end of an era, per se, because I'm not an athlete on the team. You know, that's not that's th that just shows that what type of person Coach Prime is. He he recognizes opportunity to promote those around him. So at first, you know, it's it's cool and it's exciting. But as for me, I didn't necessarily think like, Wow, this is going to be amazing. I'm about to be in Colorado. <laughs> mm -hmm. I thought I was going to still be back in Dallas doing my thing in school, yeah. coming every now and then. And I had no idea what to expect. I didn't even look up anything about the school. I remember me and Travis were at his house, and he was looking up uh, YouTube videos on the facility, and that was the first time I really saw it. And then being here, it was insane. It, it was really eye-opening. Like, I feel like there was a lot of attention to detail. When we walked in, you see the Coach Prime like poster and everything like that. So I could tell that this wasn't like something that was rushed. This is something that really is going to have a lasting impact on college football in general. That's the vibe I got. I'm curious what you felt in terms of the vibe around Boulder. Just for a little background, like mm -hmm. I grew up in Boulder. Uh, I've been to like 121 out of the last 123 home games. We have been down horrendous for a long time and so i'm wondering if you felt the way that things at all the way that things were before and just like how appreciative people are of what's happening right now i've definitely felt the appreciation i think it's excitement and i think it's warranted because they know that what coach prime does best is win yeah. and they can't really name an instance where he stepped into or stepped up and didn't, you know, fulfill on the obligations that he had before him. So I feel like, I feel like it's time. Like the whole we coming thing, it was funny just because me and Junior are, you know, <laughs> immature and it's, it's a funny <laughs> thing because I know how the internet is. They're gonna take oh, yeah. the yeah. we coming and turn it into <laughs> something else. But when you really think about it, it does make sense. We coming, we here. Like, it is what it is. He said we gotta win and we gotta win now. And I feel like everybody's on board and everybody actually believes that. It's not like fake love. It's actual genuine respect 
when how how is it that cameramen behind the camera are now have a platform because the viewers are just so engaged and they're so I don't know they just they 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 can feel genuine energy that's what I feel like it is even if someone's doing their job um in a certain capacity they still see greatness in them so that's that's kind of what I've seen I think everybody's been elevated and I'm grateful to Boulder and the surrounding community Colorado in general uh for that I love what he just said because I feel like that's kind of been our experience oh, too I mean we had we don't we of course don't work directly with Coach Prime, but mm -hmm. he's absolutely elevated us this program yeah. and what we're doing. Um, so yeah, it's very cool to see just his impact on things. I want to go back to what you said about school though, and how yeah. you kind of balance this, uh, what you're doing with Coach Prime in Colorado and school. Uh, are you in law school too? No, so I'm pre-law. I want to do okay. entertainment law. That was the first opportunity uh, Deion Sanders Jr. gave me was to. Uh, act as like an admin manager for his music so what that means is like handling all of the registration for songs money old was one of the big songs that he had uh basically he his went on a radio song. tour after that atlanta we went all over the country it was played in multiple different countries though as well and just stuff like that really gave me a good hands-on experience of how it is like to um, have a client that's really successful but also manage that and try to get them do opportunities but I would also say this is a tangent. A lot of people would ask me, like, hey, can you manage me? Can you do this for me? Junior, he's, he's, he's not the typical client, and I would assume he's kind of the same way as his dad. We don't really have to go look for the opportunities. When you're good at what you do, that's what comes with it. Yep. And I've, I've known that now from being around them more. You just got to double down on what you, what you know and what you're good at, and everything else will fall into place. All these players that want NILs, et cetera, be good at what you do, bro. And that stuff is, will come later on. But I say that to say, yeah, pre-law, want to do entertainment law. So as far as the talent management goes, I want to be able to have a firm. And one of the utilities be the legal um, aspect of that as well. I know that's kind of not orthodox and you really wouldn't want your manager to be your lawyer. I'm not saying I would do that, but I want to actually serve as principal uh, in whatever reach the people once we actually get a real building you know and things like that to actually have that uh capacity to help these different um artists musicians personalities legally if that were a need that they had and i mean you now have a ton of awesome experience in content creation and marketing and promotion and all that stuff which should go a long way in that space as well yes sir um i want to ask you about um, just this team. We've mm -hmm. seen, I mean, we had Pro Day today. We kind of already talked about it before the show. It's very different. This team is going to look next year compared to last year. Uh, who on this team has surprised you, though, whether it be just their personality or their talent on the field? I would say a lot of the guys have surprised me um, just because I don't know football as well as everyone else because I wasn't around it my whole life. But now getting to see up close what they go through, I would say, uh, I don't know. Maybe I got to give a shout out to my guys from Jackson first because what surprised me is how how quickly they integrated themselves with the, the previous team and made efforts to befriend people and be nice and be personable and actually be a teammate and not try to act like a Hollywood type of guy. 
So I really give a, I really commend the guys from Jackson for doing that and just being stand-up guys. And then as far as the guys on the team now, or even some new guys, we got guys like Zico, who came from the UK, great player. I think he was like the highest ranked tight end in the portal or something like that. Yep. Dylan Edwards is a young kid. That dude is literally super fast. <laughs> yeah. Along with the fast sentiment, um, Jimmy Horn is insane. Yep. Like he's going to be great. There's a lot of different people on the team. And those are only the people that I'm around most. So I'm definitely missing people mm -hmm. that I know. Um, I would also say someone that surprised me is, um, um, what's his name? Tyler Brown. Oh, yeah. We call him Rock. That man is a tank. Yes, he he's, is. He's in that weight room just going crazy. Nothing. He can't be stopped. He won't be denied. Mata's in here. Jacob Polite. It's just, I just love seeing guys that are in the same position as me. We all got elevated. Yo. Eight months ago, we didn't know we were going to be in Colorado. <laughs> so I kind of see myself in them. That's why they kind of uh, Do you think it's me. important for those guys to, or, or are they helping the other guys kind of understand the coach prime standard? by having these guys who have experience with it? I would say yes and no, because it's one thing to tell somebody something, but they got to see it. And even after they see it, some people just have to learn the hard way. Yep. Coach is a very predictable person because he shows you and tells you what he wants from you. If you deviate from that, there will be consequences. But he's very open about it. So I would say the, the biggest thing has been, let's say coach might say something, but a player might not take it to heart. Like, he's not serious about, we got to just jog off the field. Like, it doesn't matter. He won't see me. He sees everything. Mm -hmm. Like, guys got to really take him for what he's saying and just everything he says, just do it exactly how he's saying it because he's going to see. That's the main misconception. Players think that they can get away with certain things. It doesn't work like that. Life doesn't work like that. Even if you get away with it for a moment, it will come back to bite you. Well, and all anyone ever wants is to know the boundaries, right? Like, yes. I feel like it's very fair for him. He is straightforward yeah. always. You know exactly. He's mm -hmm. not going to switch up on you all of a sudden. And, you know, for those guys, they should value that because I've certainly been around coaches where they might just be in a bad mood that day. They're yeah. going to snap on something and say they, that was a rule that never was. Like, Coach Prime, he, some of those rules – I bet you, that especially for some of those young kids, they don't understand it. Why well, I got to wear the, these socks or yeah. that. But they're clear. They're obvious. Like, you don't have to guess. You don't. Uh, I want to ask you about these insane recruiting weekends that happen. But first, okay. a real quick word from our friends over at Jive Hive, the virtual dispensary on wheels that will deliver to you wherever you may be. Best part about them, no brick and mortar stores. So that means low customer costs. Um, as I said, they can deliver to you discreetly, whether it's at your own home, your job, wherever. Just visit jivehive.com, that's J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com, and get your order delivered the same day or schedule a delivery window. They'll be there to say hi. Head on over to jivehive.com and enter your address to find out if Jivehive can deliver to your door. Now serving in Aurora, Greenwood Village, Monument, Fountain, and various areas of El Paso County. That's J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com. And then shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. tomorrow Darius madness, told us that he's a big college basketball fan. Uh, you betted yes, on indeed. any of the games this weekend, Darius? I have not. No? <laughs> we'll be, uh, I will be crushing DraftKings the next few days. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Ryan, do you have a pick for us tomorrow specifically? 
I mean, I'm going to tell you what I've been telling you for weeks now. Underdog special? My play is one unit on every underdog blindly. <laughs> In the end, the Cinderella's will pay you out. This has worked, I believe, three out of the last four years. If you just bet on every underdog in every game, you will end up in the plus, and it's fun to root for the underdogs. There you go. Shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook, where new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. They're an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and use code DMVR when you sign up. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details, and if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The chat is popping. Guys, hit that thumbs up button. Also, get your questions in. We will get to those at the end of the show. I want to hit this one right here from James. Go when for Darius it. was at his prime, could he beat Travis Hunter one-on-one in basketball? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bro, Travis is insane, bro. I hooped with Travis one time. He just doesn't get tired, bro. It is what <laughs> it is. Like I feel like a lot of people forget. I don't forget because I see it every day, the stuff that he does. This man is a once-in-a-lifetime type athlete. Like, he is who he is. He's Travis Hunter. You just see his YouTube videos of him hooping. Oh, He's yeah. literally oh, yeah. doing East Bay's and between the leg dunks and stuff like that. Like, nah, bro. We he's, saw just, he's like that. I'll give it to him. He's like that. He's, we, he's for real like that. We saw the video of him at the CU Rec. Just, I mean, the elevation even yeah. is just insane. In my prime, I could play. I'm just saying in one-on-one. Well, let me take it back. No, nah, I'll, still, I'll still say no. Nah. I don't know. I don't want to just count myself out. So we would have to see if we could go back in time. But I'm not even going to say my prime. I'm just talking about now. Now, no. He's just, bro, he's insane. Like, he's just good at everything he does. He fishes. He's great at that. He's good at the content stuff. He has a personality. He's great on the football field and basketball. He's good at that, too. Uh, I want to get back to Travis Hunter, but I really want to know about these recruiting weekends and what it's like behind the scenes because – we see the videos from you and Bucky, and those that are alone are insane. Mm-hmm. But what is it really like on those weekends, you know, behind the scenes when guys like Cormani McLean are visiting? Okay. So those weekends are very structured, and those can't be captured just because of yeah. legality and, and compliance Violations, and things like yeah. that. So I would say I'm very hands-off with that type of stuff because that's just not what our role is. But as far as how it goes... It's very structured. Like coaches are meeting with parents in the morning, taking them out to breakfast, making them feel comfortable, um, introducing themselves, finding out what the parents want. They want to feel like their kid is going to be protected and fed and comfortable at this school. Then they'll always do the photo shoots. I like seeing the recruit photo shoots where they put on the jerseys and stuff like that. They get in their zone and they just get excited. They get happy. Um, After that, that really wraps it up. Like it's not a lot to it. I remember when Dylan Edwards came, I took a picture of, of him. And um, other than that, like, it's, it's really about the parents. Um, not more than the players, but the player could already have up in their mind. But parents are always going to be apprehensive, even if it seems like the best situation, because parents have hindsight. They know they've been in situations where they felt like things were great and then it didn't turn out great. Or it could be a great situation, but another one may be better. So I think it's more about getting everybody on the same page and everyone leaving the building being like, you know what, this is home. I think that's the goal from the staff on recruiting weekends. This is something I've talked about a lot on this show, Um, but there's this odd misconception out there, especially from like the quote unquote coach prime haters 
who say he's only about himself. It's always been only about Coach Prime. That's all he cares about. And the more that we have, you know, got, seen Coach Prime up close and learned stuff just from watching your guys' videos, I feel like that couldn't be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. So I guess two-part question. One, why, why do you think people think that? And two, do you agree with me that it couldn't be further from the truth? I agree it couldn't be further from the truth. And why people think that, I can't tell you that. You would have to ask them. I would just say, where's, where's the proof? A lot of people just like to make unsubstantiated claims, and that's the world we live in today. People can just say, hey, man, DMVR, bro, they're just, they're just trash. But it's like, <laughs> how, though? Mm-hmm. What, 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 what quantifiable evidence do you have to support what you just said? Um, there's been multiple instances, one specifically that's timely. Um, we have two additional student trainers that joined the staff from Jackson that just arrived yesterday. He prov- he's provided opportunity for every single person on every single level, any chance he gets. But maybe since that's not publicized, that's, that's why they're not going with it. But in life, everything doesn't have to be publicized. Just because you don't know about it doesn't mean it's not happening. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think there's a lot that goes into it. Mm-hmm. But the big thing is, like, people dig their heels in on an opinion, and they don't want to hear anything to the contrary. Like, yeah. the people who believe that, just hear what you said and they're like well i'm sure he wants to make a video about it or do a social post to get clout for it it's like they're always just gonna have are you talking about me or coach no i'm talking about coach like well he doesn't need to to do anything for clout let's just get that straight (laughs) right now it's it is but for whatever reason like you know uh Bucky had the video of hayden of coach prime talking to hayden Hagler after that tough drop and I clipped that and I put that on Twitter mm-hmm. and all the responses, oh, he's just doing this for the camera. He's no, just he's doing not. it. It's like, whatever. Like, we just capture moments. Yep. So the documentary was, the crew was there as well. They captured the same thing. So is he just doing that for the camera? Is he just coaching for the camera? Like he's just being him. Yep. He's, un, he's authentically him in every situation. So no matter who's recording or not recording, that moment would have still happened. I think it's a benefit that it was on video and captured so that people can see a team doesn't give up on you just because we lost the game. That's basically what we're showing. This dude is still family and he's still a person that deserves respect because a lot of people were just coming at him crazy and different things like that. Nobody deserves that. It's a kid at the end of the day. And so many coaches are afraid of showing anything from behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, some people are like anti-media. Yeah, like I think it shows you how real Coach Prime is that he's not afraid to turn yeah, the he, camera on whenever, as long care. as it's not an NCAA violation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I want to talk about YouTube. Okay. Because, I mean, we're on the grind. You're on the grind, obviously. I, if I keep looking down, guys, it's because I'm trying to uh, do a thumbnail right now. But I <laughs> promise you I'm listening. <laughs> Always working, grinding yeah. on YouTube. Um but one of the sayings, I can't remember who said it exactly. I think it was Bucky that said it. But you guys don't post today's content tomorrow. You post it today. Yeah. Um, can you just talk about that mindset and what it's like day to day for you guys having to make content and put it out that quickly? I say that mindset came from, from Deion Sanders Jr. Because we had multiple conversations when I was at Jackson. Um, and he would just always tell me. I remember one instance, it was... Um, what is it called? Um, homecoming weekend, and we had done so much content. We had a pop up and everything. I was super tired. I went to sleep, and then that night he asked me. He said, "Did you post a video today?" And I said, "No." And he said, "Are you trying to be good? Or are you trying to be great?" Like even with Junior, he doesn't accept 
mediocrity. Like, that's not what we're in it for. We're in it to be great with what we're doing. And now we see the fruits of that. So that really got me in the mindset of, like, there is no tomorrow. And also, you'll get content tomorrow. Yep. Post it today. Mm -hmm. And now that has made the viewers feel more connected knowing that they that what they're what they're consuming is timely this happened today they don't feel like it's they don't feel like it's overly produced and they don't feel as though it it, it was staged it can't be staged as fast as it's coming out yeah like it, it we just put it out as soon as we get it we put it out how we used to do things at jackson was morning practice after actually the morning meeting that's a video in and of itself. Then we do the practice. That's a video in and of itself. We'll go to coach's office if he's with Shador, just joking around. That'll be a video in and of itself. We go home, come back for the film or whatever. Anything else happens, we put that out. Now we've just changed it to keep everything and then just put out longer videos because our audience now has the appetite for 20 to 30 minute videos. Yep. Yep. Where before we just focused on 60 seconds a day. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's something we've experienced in this company is you know i think it was in 2018 or 19 we decided we're going to do a podcast on every team every day okay in the daily when you reach people daily it it changes your relationship with it them does. a lot because the you, expectation goes up tremendously yes. and fast well and i actually appreciate when people are in our comments telling us hey you're late you're late you're late because that means they care they, at three o'clock they sat down and they said all right it's yep. time for the show you know uh, and it's cool. I think because of that, people almost consider you a part of their daily life. And like yeah. your guys' videos have become a part of our daily life. And it's cool because you almost feel like you you get to know people. You know, it's like it, it's a really awesome effect of that daily stuff. But you you said something else there about overproduced. That you, that's actually inspirational to me because having a media company and doing this stuff, it's like you kind of get so uh protective over the product and you want everything to be perfect no if, if we're gonna put some you know someone on they need to have a mic on them or yeah we need to have a nice camera and it's yeah. like i think covid changed things a little bit in that way but also just there's a lot more content out there now of just recording with your phone like and people would rather get it and see it and maybe the audio isn't perfect or whatever but they'd rather have that than not get anything exactly Videos that go viral these days are raw and uncut yep. because that's what life is. Life isn't perfect. Life isn't over the shoulder, um, zoom in, zoom out, pan, tilt. That's not how life works. Mm -hmm. Life works with cut, 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 cut because that's how we think and that's how we communicate. And people can more easily digest that type of content because it reflects their daily life. They don't come into work with a plan like I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna. It just happens. That's what happens with us. In some type of way, we just put it together and make it look good. Yep. But in the moment, we're just running around, just doing our job, and we just present that to the people in a way that we feel like is entertaining because people can relate to that. It's so true too about it's like daily life. Like I think it especially is. with younger audiences authenticity is at its highest and people want authentic real shit they, they don't do. want they don't want to see the you know the perfect edited this that the other thing when you just give them real it really resonates with people and i think from a recruiting standpoint that's really resonating yes. with players like you don't know the coach you're gonna get when Let's just say you want to go to Nebraska and play for Matt Rule. Well, all you've ever seen of him is when he is 
turned on 100% in front of the camera, talking to the media, et cetera, et cetera. You go on the visit, we know they're, they're acting extra nice to these kids. They're being, you know, extra because they want to get them. It's so different with Coach Prime because of the access that you guys provide. I feel like kids know exactly what they're getting with Coach Prime when they commit to Coach Prime because they they've seen it. They've seen the real behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, on YouTube and your content, I mean, you've been making videos for like three years now. You mentioned yeah. you made some videos you know, to do with music, mm-hmm. uh, your transition to JSU, and now to see you. From all those, what was the fa- your favorite video you've ever made? Someone asked me that previously. I think it was yesterday. I think my favorite one was the either the first day we got here or when we went to the national championship just because it really showed the daily life of someone that's working and into other people it just seems so like magnificent like i think the first opening scene of the um national championship video was getting on the private plane flying to la for the day going to sofi backstage now you're around um just a lot of guys a lot of nfl guys just casually you walk on the field first thing we see is people with prime gear on mm-hmm. it's like you couldn't script that type of stuff it yep. just happened yep. and i'm glad the cameras were there to capture those moments because that type of stuff you can't you couldn't fake it you just had to be there to see it so that was kind of cool uh just showing a regular work day and showing that it really is work it just you only see a portion of it you only see him when he's on espn when he was sitting next to Coach Saban and everybody else from, um, I forgot what show that it was specifically on, but you only see that one little segment, but there's a lot more that goes into him even getting there in the first place mm-hmm. in the building. And the fact that you guys just went out there. Did you come back that same night? Yeah, we came back the same <coughs> I mean, that's cra- like I think a lot of people would just assume, oh, you go out there, you stay in a five-star hotel, no. you spend a couple days at the pool, and then you do the media. No. A, lot of, a lot of his trips are day trips. Same day. <laughs> That's what I mean by day. Same day. Crazy. So, yeah. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you've gotten from the fan mail you guys all get? <laughs> I would say, I don't know. Shout out to all the people that have sent things. I really appreciate that. We got some stuff for you after the show, by yeah, the way. That's yeah, that's cool. I don't know. I haven't really got anything weird. There's been, like, letters, you know, people just... Um, expressing their opinions, maybe they're upset about this or that, <laughs> but that's not really weird, you know. It is what it is. Yeah. So what about I haven't the really got thing? anything. The coolest thing had to be that uh, that poster that Nye over in Boulder. It's a startup company. Uh, Nye made uh, like characters of me, uh, Dion Jr. and Coach, and that was really cool. I hung that up in the house. So that was the coolest gift that I've received so far. All right, are we ready to announce tomorrow's guest? We Yes, go ahead. Okay. Tomorrow we're going to have Neely on the show. My bro. What should we ask Neely on the show tomorrow? Especially something that he won't be expecting. <laughs> what should you ask Neely? Ask Neely. Just ask Neely what's his like uh, professional background. I don't think a lot of people know about that. Neely is a professional through and through, and he does a lot of stuff besides his videos. So ask him that, because he's a multitasker too. He has a lot going on outside of the pregame show. So ask him, like, what's your professional background? Like, what's what's your day-to-day like? Do you work somewhere? Like, how's that situation? I'm also just being someone who grew up in Boulder, 
<clears throat> what have your early impressions of, of just the city been? What do you think? And, and Denver, too. The city's been really beautiful and quiet and just chill. Those are weird ways to explain it. You know, people are like, what does that even mean? But I just feel like uh, it's a place where you can really just lock into what you need to do. As far as us in Dallas, if you step outside, you're going to be spending money. In Boulder, there's no place really to spend money. So it keeps you <laughs> just locked into what you need to do. There's no mall just there where you can just go and just window shop and then buy something for no reason. The stores aren't like that. It's more of a low-key, chill type place. Restaurants are really good. Um, so that's what I've enjoyed about it. it. It gives you an opportunity to just, I don't know, be you yeah. and not have to deal with outside distractions as far as us because – you know, not all of our families out here. So when we're here, it's like we're, we're locked in. It's time to work. You have anything else, Ryan? We ready to open this up? Yeah. All right. We will get to your guys' questions, but first, a word from our friends at Run Your Pool. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool for this year's March Madness Tournament. Fill out your bracket and complete, compete directly with us here at DMVR. And we're giving away cash prizes. First place, you get $300 and a $75 DMVR locker gift card. Second place, we're giving away $150 in cash. Third place, $50 in cash. All that, just to say it's free to play. You have until tomorrow at 10.15 a.m. Mountain Time. That's when the first game tips off. Go to play.runyourpool.com slash DMVR to get your picks in. Fill out your bracket before tomorrow at 10.15 a.m. to compete against us. Shout out to Run Your Pool. And then our friends at Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker have been winning for Colorado families for more than 25 years. And the best part about them, no upfront fees to speak with them about your case, no fees while they work on your case, and no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. They have won over a billion dollars for their clients and now have neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Box and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Call them at 222-2222 find out if you have a case today for free Bacchus and Shanker wins we got a chance of 500 likes today Jake let's go we're back we're back we're back baby let's get it 500 likes love to hear it all right let's get to you guys' questions the chat is absolutely going insane right now who is first today Alyssa it's our guy Connor Johnson is Sanders a given last name? I don't assuming? even know. No, that that's, my, that's my birth last name. Okay, <laughs> okay there we go. Uh, next question. There's my sister right there, Melody <laughs> Moline. Ask Darius about his own podcast. Reach the People podcast. That's the first podcast I started. Shout out to Melody. She was the first person that, um, she actually gave me my first laptop. She bought it for me when I told her I wanted to do YouTube. It was $300. She bought it for me, did all my videos from that laptop, and was able to pay her back, so she was one of the very first people that believed in me. She was that. just texting me right now, so shout That's out to awesome. Melody. Is podcasting still something you want to do? Obviously, definitely, you're here today, but definitely. like your own? It definitely is. That's why I was telling you about the mics and different things, because I'm used to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah it's, I like it a lot, and I feel comfortable doing it. Awesome. Well, you always got a spot here if you yes, want sir. to come, well, thank, uh, you. thank you, thank you. Anytime. Uh, next question from Al Love. Ask Darius, how did he feel being in that first meeting with the team? Those players looked shook. What was that like, man? I was on the ground to try to get a better view. Um, what was it like? For me, I didn't feel like anything he said was out of the ordinary. I expected him to say <laughs> stuff like that. I already knew he was going to say stuff like that. <laughs> so they looked scared, yes, but 
I think it was warranted because when we walked in, a lot of guys are just laughing and different things like that, which is cool. You got to be loose and things, but when it comes time for business, you got to switch gears a little bit. So I guess it was just a wake-up call, but everybody needs those in life, not just the players. Like, I think a lot of people harped on the fact that they felt that they looked scared. I'm pretty sure 90% of y'all would have been scared too if y'all in there. <laughs> He's a very commanding speaker. He's a great speaker. So stuff like that is like, it just it is what it is. Like yeah. I'm not gonna fault anybody for feeling scared or feeling intimidated. I've been in those meetings or those, or those halftime speeches where he's looking. He, I feel like he's looking at me and I get scared. <laughs> so nah, I I I feel you. I mean, my favorite part was the dude who took his hat off, and you yeah. know people were giving him shit for that, and I'm like. That dude's smart. <laughs> yeah, he's a smart. I'll take my hat off, too. You're a smart man. <laughs> you're a smart man. Uh, next question from James Partney. Is Darius helping the players out with their content like Junior does on occasion? Yes. I, Jimmy Horn, the first video he dropped, that was produced by me. Uh, Junior also helps him, like the comments said. But just a list of the players that we've done content for. Jimmy Horn, Zico, Shador, of course. Uh, I'm working on some stuff with Dylan Edwards right now. And then we got Cam Silman, uh, um, who else, JB, Jeremiah Brown. So just a couple of different people, a couple of different players that- You're gonna need a I whole staff like, soon. No, nah, there's <laughs> a real? lot of guys that wanna do it, but they feel, honestly, athletes are afraid of looking lame yep. on camera, that's what they say. But I'm trying to explain to them, it you don't look lame. like. It just you got to get over that. Like it is what it is. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay to be yourself and show people. J Mac is another guy. J Mac, I've helped him out with his stuff, but he's he already had his channel going. J Mac, watch out for that dude too. He's gonna be a great player. But J Mac, he he got hip to the content. He got his own um, videographer and everything like that. So I was proud of him for taking initiative. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of guys that have personalities like no other, and you just wouldn't know because they're not in front of the camera. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, are you still helping Travis out with his YouTube channel too? I don't. Or is that all him? I don't. I don't. It just depends. So during the season, we'll see. But right now, Trav has somebody else doing all his content because I've just been busy with coach. Like mm -hmm. I've really been on his schedule. I'm not even on my schedule, <laughs> which I try to tell a lot of people. But Trav, Trav is a natural like entertainer. So yes, even even with that situation, like when I was doing the daily vlogs or like the game day vlogs. It was so easy because he knows what he wants and he can he's that guy he's not really trying to like let me turn this on and be funny he's just funny he yeah. just dances all the time and in the game you see what he does mm -hmm. so i don't have to add anything special to it i'm just showing you what happened love that so i'm, I'm excited for those uh videos to come out this season and it's like the fans love seeing these guys personalities i they think do that's what, what you're getting at is like, no one's gonna think it's lame. Especially the people that already like revere you mm -hmm. are gonna be like, oh, this guy's lame. They're just gonna think it's funny or goofy or whatever. Next question from the H family. What is your favorite meal from the chef at CU? Uh, I would say it has to be the, well, burgers. First off, the burgers are insane that he does. But lobster mac only because it was a joke. You got hooked up, bro. We were just joking, and then literally, like, the next week he came with Lobster Mac. It just shows, like I said, attention to detail. People are listening to the things you say in the video. Um, that video actually did, like, 1.2 or 1.3 million views. So Chef is insane. He, chef didn't just now start being a good chef. 
Chef's been like that. Check his Instagram out. His Instagram literally looks like Gordon Ramsay plates on there. Like he's a really good chef. What about don't hype it, the food up? The food's good. What about favorite meal outside of the uh, in, in Colorado outside of the uh, uh, the facility? Favorite meal? I like Pasta J's. Shout out Pasta J. I always go. get the um, chicken parm. Yep. I'll maybe sub angel hair for um, ravioli or something like that. Add some shrimp or whatever just to spice it up. And they always take care of me every time I go. Love it. Great guy. Next question from Eric. Darius, do you have the inside scoop on the spring game? Can't wait. What inside scoop? <clears throat> I think they want to know who the special guest is. Yes. Which oh, no, I don't know. Ooh. I really don't know. There you All go. Right. Let's just say it won't just be just one. Wow. It'll be multiple people. Love that. <laughs> there we go. Says the guy who doesn't know. <laughs> I don't know who specifically, but I have an idea. Just go down the roster of people that came to Jackson. We had uh, Snoop. Even just that came to Colorado. We had Wayne. Yeah, I know. What's to say he won't show up again? That was wild. You know, but that's yet to be, you know, announced. We'll see. You got to just come to the spring game, brother. Yes. If you can't, just tune in. Uh, our guy, our swear, I swear TV is back. Question for Darius. Is there any insight on the new players' jersey numbers? Are the players choosing or is Prime giving them out? No. Every player is receiving blank jerseys because players need to work for their number. Ooh. It's a whole earn it mentality. So you'll see uh, as spring carries on that there'll be blank They'll they'll be blank uh, like slates on the jerseys, so that's that's really what it is. That's what I've heard, and I feel like that is okay to be said because yeah. it's there's no favoritism or nepotism. Like everybody has to work for their position. If this guy is better, that's just how sports works. It's not like we have it out for you. This isn't about us. This is about y'all. Yep. So if this guy is good and he's gonna start, then he's gonna get this. He's gonna have first dibs at whatever he wants. You know, as far as numbers go. But no one has been assigned numbers and no one has chosen their numbers. Everybody has to work for their number and everyone has an equal opportunity to get not only a number, but as far as whatever they want in life, as far as the athlete goes, like you just got to put in the work and everything else will follow after that. Love that. Next question from Connor. Darius, what is your favorite thing about Colorado so far? I would say the snow. I'm from the South, so it never mm. snows in Dallas. Hardly, and if it does, everything's shut down over here. It doesn't matter. Snowing or not, people are still going to work. So I like that. I like now that I have my car, I like driving in the snow. It's just a good, and the mountains. Just seeing that is just a different change of pace. And I feel like that was needed for where I am in life. And it's been really beneficial as far as like my mental and just making me think bigger. Because I, like I said, I never knew that I would be here a couple months from now. Mm-hmm. I feel like your car is more cut out for the snow than uh, Bucky's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, nah, he's still going to drive it in the snow. We're not going to let the snow defeat us. It is what it is. Let's say I got the same car as him. Well, we're going to overcome some type of way. <laughs> we'll be walking to school. Uh, from our guy Lawrence, uh, comment, not a question. Just want to tell Darius to keep doing his thing. We see you and appreciate you. And by the way, the rap job on the Porsche no, is hard. I appreciate you, Lawrence. That's hard, bro. <laughs> Um, we also got, we got a ton of stuff to get to today. Go ahead, Alyssa. Whatever one. You have a you have a hard out. We got to get you out of here. No, for? no, no. Okay, okay, cool. Tyler Brown. Our so we have a Tyler Brown in the comments who is in there every day. Different from the Tyler okay, Brown. Okay, that, okay, yeah, okay. not the same. I was about guy. to say Rock. What's up, bro? <laughs> um, we did have him on the show though. 
Darius, what's a typical day in your life consist of doing Reach the People in Boulder? So the typical day in the life is arrive to the facility and hear coach say, are you working or are you twerking? <laughs> and then I say, I'm working. What time I, is this? It just depends. Sometimes with the practices, it'll be like 6 a.m., 7, 8, 9, like the morning time. So he's going to ask me, am I working or am I twerking? <laughs> or I just walk into the facility to a full-blown concert going on in this man's <laughs> office because he has his music just blasting because he's getting in his zone. So I get there. Are you working or are you twerking? I say I'm working. He proceeds to walk somewhere. I say, where are we going? He'll tell me or sometimes not. I'll just follow him. Boom. First video of the day. We do something. We do whatever. We might meet some people along the way. We come back upstairs. Now it's time to move around. Um, let's say I go downstairs for the practice. I watch the, the practices, the lifting. Sometimes I'll get content. Sometimes I won't. Just depends on what else is going to happen in the day because I don't want to just um, get the same thing. And then after practice, now it's time to chill with the guys, see what type of mood they're in, joke around with them. That's the key to getting this organic content, the relationships when the camera's not on. I sit with the guys daily, eat lunch with them, eat breakfast with them, eat dinner with them, chill with them, text them. Like, those are my guys. Joke around, get some content, go back upstairs, chill for a little bit. Coach is going to be on the move, hit Sam up. Hey, what's the schedule like? Sam will say, we got this at this time for lunch. Okay, cool. We'll do that. Probably leave campus, go do some other type of content, come back. It's a lot of in and out, and it's a lot of spare the moment, um, spare the moment activities. But they always point back to the main goal, which is winning, winning now and promoting CU. Uh, so I, I would say it's fun, but it's also for me, or for those that know me, don't think I'm ever ignoring you during the day. Like I'm just. If I go MIA, you know what the reason is. For sure. There you go. It's not like a typical work day because there's no end to it. <laughs> there's no end to it. It's just when, whenever Coach leaves the facility, that's when the day's over. But I love it. How do you and Bucky determine who's recording what, who's posting what, who's Whoever's using what? Whoever's there. That's it. There there's no, no me, just we. It's a lot of us. He said that in the song. No me, just we. Um, what do you say? No me, just we. I had to make it clear. He said that in one of his songs. He's basically saying it's just it's about us, like it's a team effort. It's not about that's the that's his new song. It's not about who did it first, or it's not about who's doing it better. Like we all gonna win. Sorry for the bad paraphrase. I should know my bro's <laughs> lyrics, but it's not about who does it better or who does it first or who who does more. It's just about us, because when you think about us, when you think about the team, everybody wins. What I do affects others around me in a positive light and it could affect them in a negative light too so as far as who records what next man up or first man up whoever's there let's do it let's get to it let's get the content and then focus about how you're going to present it to the world after the fact because you have a job to do we both have a job to do which is get content and put it out so if i'm not there he's going to shoot it if he's not there i'm going to shoot it it's not like well no this is something he typically does no it's just whoever's there can shoot it because it needs to get shot regardless. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, Content needs to get shot regardless. We're not talking yes, about sir. anything. <laughs> We're not talking about anything else. <laughs> we got a super chat from our guy James Partney. He said, "Happy to see more big interviews on the show. Welcome to DMVR Buffs, Darius. Yes, sir. And Thank welcome, you, James. Um, Appreciate you. What else do we got to listen? I got to go to Lana Moline. That's my mom. She said, "What would you like to see reach the people go where?" 
where would I like to see it go? I would like to see it publicly traded company. Like, you got to think big. You got to think impact. I got to think legacy. I got to think about people that come after me and giving them an opportunity and a platform. Reach the people as a whole needs to be a tool. My big goal is to have reach as an app. I used to work for iHeartMedia. And when you do proposals, there's a metric called reach. And it says how many households or individuals that this ad will reach based on the frequency of the ad and the flighting schedule and the budget and the demographics. I want reach to be a tool such as Uber, Airbnb, where if I go to if I go to L.A. right now, I don't have to think to myself, where am I going to stay and how am I going to get there? I just get going Uber and whoever's closest to me. That's who's taking me to wherever Airbnb. I'll just pick whichever's closest to, I, to where I need and I'll stay there. Reach needs to be a network for creatives to take control over their expression. As far as artists go, let's say you're signed to a major label, you're going to have to go to the label and get the production company to do the X, Y, and Z. But imagine if you could just touch down and say, well, there's a photographer like 0.5 miles away, let's book her and let's book this podcast and let's book this, 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 and this so we can get our socials where they need to be and take advantage of this out-of-town trip. Or maybe it's, it's, it's like you already planned it out. I want to go to New York. I need a photographer. I want to handle all of my media so that I can promote whatever I have going on. Even for small businesses, we just opened up a bar. You know, I need, I need a photographer to come in and take some photos. I need somebody to do web design. I need a lot of different things. Um, it's, basically, it's basically speeding up a process in life called building relationships because to meet photographers and videographers and creatives that are of quality, it takes time. It takes bumping into people being friends with them, then they introduce you to someone else. But if you don't have time for that, these days, somehow, everyone just has money. <laughs> and, and if you want to exchange money for time, then you can do that with Reach. Yeah. And also, this idea came to me because I had a producer that worked at a studio that I was over talent. I said, would you, not, would you rather me not send you these artists that I know are not good and they're not going to better your portfolio? And he said... I'm a producer, dog. I have a daughter. I don't care who you send me. Same thing applies for the creatives. It's not like if I tell a creative, like, hey, I need you to take photos of this guy. He's paying X amount per hour. They don't care if this model ever goes on Vogue or not. That's what they do as a profession, and that's how they get paid. So I feel like there's a utility for the creatives because it's like, hey, I just picked up a couple extra sessions on Reach this week. I might feel like I might be able to quit my job. Like it's like how the Uber effect is where it's on your own time and you're pretty much um, monetizing your talents. Remind me before you leave, I have a connection that I want to give you in that okay. world. The, um, like the tech space? Yeah, and the creatives yeah. and you know that whole network. Okay. That'll be That's just the overall goal. Obviously, it's not all the way flushed out. I've taken some marketing classes where I had to really flush it out like do SWOT analysis do um see what are, what are my competitors like we have fiverr we have um freelance.com but the thing with fiverr it's good and i love the interface but there's no online to offline utility like there is with um let's say airbnb or with uber you're buying a service but then you receive said service offline i can't go on i can't go on fiverr and say well i need a photographer in boulder colorado 
I can send some photos to someone to edit, right, right, but right. some things require a person being in front of you. Mm-hmm. Totally. So that's what I kind of want to um, position myself in that lane and thrive there. Love that. Amazing I also answer. love that you got the whole family watching. Yeah, that's, yeah, man. that's awesome, man. I got to. Uh, next question from M. Anderson. What's the biggest goal you want to accomplish in 2023? 100,000 subscribers. I always wanted to be a YouTuber, and for a second I quit. I had 300. It took me, and I want to say this, it took me three years to get to 300 subscribers. And, three, and then I had like a little, um, little kind of like vision board type thing my sister made for me, and I ripped it up because I just kind of gave up on the dream. And then within three months, I hit a thousand subscribers. Three months after that, 30, 33,000. And the three months after that, which is today, um, I'm like at 85,000. Yeah. So it just shows life goes slow and then it goes fast. It just mm-hmm. depends if you're going to be able to step up when, when, when things actually start ramping up. Um, that's one of my biggest goals. Uh, I always wanted to, to be a YouTuber just because that was. Uh, the medium I consumed as a kid growing up the most, I always looked up to them for some strange reason, you know, because there is people. And I always saw the plaque as like a big accomplishment, and it still has not hit me the amount of viewers and supporters I have watching. So when I get the plaque, it's, oh, yeah. it's something I can actually put my hands on because I feel like with YouTube, a lot of creators, we forget that these are actually people, and we just see numbers. We just see views. Like, let's say if I drop a video today and it only does, let's go with something small. Let's say it only does 100 views, right? And I'm averaging 100,000 views. I'm going to feel sad. Mm-hmm. But imagine if those 100 people were downstairs. That would literally be insane. Yeah. So you got to keep that in perspective and just know that you're having a real impact if that's what you're in it for. And that's what we're all in it for is impact. So that plaque would just be a big milestone. And that's something superficial or it's materialistic, but it, it's a milestone for me and for my journey to say, we did it. I had a goal and I did it. I love that. Well, you have 85. I think we have what, 30, Alyssa? 34. I'm sure there's some overlap, but I also no, think that some people uh, that listen to this can go help Darius reaches yeah, goal, man. so go subscribe, reach the people. Vice versa, media. man. I, that's why I shared everything on my community tab. I've been looking down this whole time because I posted a video. Let's check the analytics. I'm addicted to the analytics. <laughs> I definitely here's some questions y'all didn't ask for, but I read all the comments, even even if I don't respond. But I do read all the comments because I want to make sure that I am giving you what you want. I learned that from Gary V. He said a lot of creatives get very selfish. And we put out what we want instead of listening to what mm. the marketplace is telling mm-hmm. you they want. It's not about you. It's about them. Couldn't so. could not agree yeah, more. Absolutely. Uh, All right, a couple more here. A few more Super Chats to end out today's show. Still short Lawrence. of 500 likes. Let's get it popping. Almost there, though. Keep on hitting that like button. Lawrence asks, uh, Darius, I noticed on some of the videos you list player names and others you don't. Is that due to NDA? No, that's due to schedule. <laughs> that's due to like right now. I was in the middle of uh, editing a video. I don't think there was any new players, but it's just like, like there's there's good and bad things that come with putting out content daily and not waiting. Let's say if it it's 8 p.m. right now and I have a video edited and I don't have the players' names, I don't have my intro in there, I don't have this and that, I have homework. I would rather put this video out then 
me do that and then or go back and try to make everything perfect because it is what it is. I'll take the hit for it. I get it. It would be better if every episode is the exact same, but it's really just... There's only so many hours yeah, in the day. Yeah, there's only so many hours of the day. A lot of the times when I'm editing, I'm still working. I'm still filming. I'm still... A video is uploading while I'm filming something. So that's really where my mind is with that. Like, it's not because of NDAs, just because of scheduling. It's, it's because of what we have going on throughout the day. Like, sure. usually a thumbnail would be highly edited. It might be two or three layers. Today, I just chose a screenshot of Shador and used it as a thumbnail. So somebody could say, why are your thumbnails always like, they're like this or that and use this filter and this and that. And then this one, you didn't because I'm here right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love it. Kind of to that point, though, you, I mean, when you don't put player names, you kind of keep people waiting, though, and coming yeah. back because they want to know who that is until, you know, they become familiar with them and they're on, you know, enough of your videos to Facts. know who they are. Uh, a couple of super chats from our guy, Chris Boomer. Darius, do you anticipate Coach Prime releasing a depth chart uh, after the spring game? We see the blurred out one in the meeting room occasionally. So many new pieces. Excited to see where they fit. I can't speak to that, but yeah. you should ask him, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I really don't know. Yeah, I figured. In all, in all honesty. Um, Thank you for the question. Though, this Chris. is a great one to end on, though, also from Chris. He just says, welcome to Colorado, and thanks for giving DMVR some time. Of course, man. Yeah, we really appreciate seen, it, man. Um, like, I saw y'all in Arizona. I've seen y'all in multiple different places. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. It's cool when there's a community around, you know, a team like there is with the Buffs and like there was with Jackson. And, yeah. Uh, one of the things we try to do here is, like, you know, like the Marvel Collective Universe or whatever. Like, we want to be, like, the center of the Colorado Collective Universe. Yeah. Like. I love all the stuff you guys are doing. I love bringing new voices on the show. Like, um, I'm super passionate about University of Colorado football. I have been my whole life. Um, so it's, it's, it's really cool to just kind of get the perspectives that you guys offer. And uh, it, it's been one of the coolest things, I think, for like true CU fans to not only have this wave that just comes out of nowhere where we went from being ass to being good yeah. <laughs> overnight. But also, all of a sudden, you know, you have this cultural icon who's coaching the team, and we get to see it every day. Like, any other coach in the country, even if they had that impact, let's say Nick Saban decided to come to Colorado, mm -hmm. no, we would have never gotten anything like this. So the you stuff just that wouldn't you guys have seen anything. Sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, just for me, man, I mean, you're super inspiring. And uh, a lot of what you said, I think, really resonated with me, specifically, like, the... Stuff about 300 subscribers, man, and yeah, how you grinded for three nice. years. I mean, I felt it myself. I felt like I was grinding for a long time, and nobody saw me, and now I'm here. We're here together. So it's uh, it's pretty poetic, and it's cool to see. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of us out here grinding, especially related to CU Buffs and Coach it Prime, is. man. It is. The rejected will be respected. That's what Junior just put out a song uh, to that sentiment. And it's not necessarily that you feel or that you're actively being rejected. You just feel as though, you know, things aren't you're not noticed mm -hmm. but that's what reach the people was for and it wasn't even for me it was supposed to be a tool for artists at first musicians to reach the masses like i said it's all it was always aimed to be a tool so my goal was to build the channel up to 100,000 subscribers and then utilize that tool to now give every player an opportunity to have an in-house uh in-house platform 
You don't have to go outside. You don't have to wait until the news catches on to the amazing work ethic you have. I see it every day, and I'll highlight it at the drop of a dime. I don't care. I see somebody doing something cool, we're highlighting it. I see the chef going crazy, I'm highlighting it. You don't need to wait until, you know, the news hears about it, and now they want to do a story about it. Nah, this dude needs to be needs to be highlighted now. And I think that's been the biggest, that's, been, that's what's made me the happiest with the growth because the effect that it gives other people and the impact it has on other players' lives is, is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Anything else from you, Ryan? That's all we got, man. Again, appreciate you. You're always welcome here or yes, downstairs for some food, some beers. Watch some college basketball if you ever get a chance. Uh, appreciate you. Yes, yes sir. sir. Thank y'all for having me. Of course, man. Hopefully it's uh, the first of many appearances. No, I'll come back whenever. But awesome. people just like saying that, though. Like, come back, come back. And then <laughs> they never invite you. But nah, I'll yeah. hold y'all to that. We'll have you back yes, for sure. Absolutely. Buddy. And we'll see you over the next month and into the nah, season, yeah, man. We'll me. be there at spring practices. Uh, we'll be there. I mean, I'll be there Sunday. Okay. Are you going to be there? Potentially. All right. There you go. Um, but thank you so much for coming on, man. The people loved it. Um, guys, we'll be back tomorrow with we Uncle Neely. We hit 500. Uh, it's a great show if I don't say so myself. I agree. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Let's go Buffs. Go Buffs.